What's up, Dolphin fans? Welcome to the Same Old Dolphin Show. I'm Josh Katzker. With me today and every day is my brother from the exact same mother, Aaron the Brain. Aaron, say hello to the people. What's up, Dolphin fans? Here we go, Brain. Headlong. We're moving headlong into a Monday night football game. The Dolphins' last regular season appearance on national television. I say regular season because you never know what happens in the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Uh, Yeah, I'm not terribly optimistic that the Dolphins make the playoffs. But hey, you know what? If the Dolphins get through this game somehow, if they somehow knock off the New England Patriots, you're going to feel a little bit better about those last three games of the season. Although, as we mentioned in the last episode, what's the point? What's the point? But uh, regardless, the Dolphins are, are ready for a big Week 14 matchup with the New England Patriots, and we are going to talk about it here on the same old Dolphin show. So, Brain, it's a big matchup. It's for the second time in three weeks. The Dolphins are going to be taking on Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. But I guess the big, biggest news coming into this game really is that the Patriots are going to be without Rob Gronkowski um, after he, I don't know what happened. It was just a moment of temporary insanity after he was getting, he was upset that he wasn't getting calls going his way in this game against Buffalo last week. He just decided to like drop an elbow on Tredavious White. And as a result, the National Football League has handed down a one-game suspension for Rob Gronkowski. So he is not going to be playing in this game against the Dolphins. And, uh, you know, normally when you've got a team and they're superstar tight end who is suspended for a game, you'd think, oh gosh, well, this is a good opportunity for the Dolphins to take advantage. The problem is the New England Patriots have so many weapons at their disposal, and if they can't beat you the way that they were thinking that one way that they were going to beat you, they'll find some other way to beat you. That's been sort of their MO over the last several years with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So that's what that's what's going to happen. You're going to have the Patriots have to figure out another way to defeat the Miami Dolphins. And I think, Brain, and you can tell me whether or not you agree with this, I think the way that they're probably going to do that is to continue running the ball just like they did two weeks ago with Deion Lewis, Rex Burkhead, uh, and what's the other guy named White? Uh, they're going to try to run the ball, and they're just going to try to run the ball down the Dolphins' throat, and the Dolphins have not shown any kind of propensity for stopping the run in recent weeks. So I think that's going to probably be the number one way means of attack for this Patriots team on Sunday. They're just going to try to keep running the ball down the Dolphins' throats, and the Dolphins are going to have to figure out a way to stop that. And I don't know whether or not they're going to be able to do that. Brandon, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, they'll probably try to run the ball because they've been doing a great job of that with, you know, their kind of their three headed monster right now because they're not really using Mike Gillisley, who's been a healthy scratch for them. But, yeah, it's been it's been mostly Dion Lewis and Rex Burkhead. And then they sprinkle in James White every now and then. Um, but, but, you know, they're not going to be one dimensional I mean, it's still Tom Brady back there, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they won the Super Bowl last year, right? And and Gronk was hurt. That's true. Gronk was not in that game. 
and and Gronk didn't play down the stretch. Yeah, but that was them. beating the Falcons. This is the Miami Dolphins we're talking about. Oh, so 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 they'll have a much easier job. Um, look, and and then making matters worse. Hey, the Dolphins don't blow a twenty-five point lead. The Dolphins never have a 25-point lead. Exactly. Can't blow a 25-point lead if you never have a 25-point lead. Of course, they are coming off of a 26-point victory. So they didn't blow that. Then again, they they were playing Trevor Simeon, and Trevor Simeon is not Tom Brady. That's right. Um, But what's going to make this even tougher is that it appears that Cordray Tankersley is probably going to miss this game. And while he hasn't been great, he's probably been the Dolphins' most consistent starting corner all year. Xavier Howard had a nice game last week, but he's really struggled. Uh, Bobby McCain has been good kind of in the slot. And now he is probably going to be in the slot kind of alternating with Alteron Werner who we haven't really even seen very much of since he got torched by Robbie Anderson all the way back in like week three or week four or whatever that game was, the game that the Dolphins lost to the Jets. And then he came back last week after Tankersley went down and he played pretty well. But again, we're talking about uh, them going up against Denver um, he was he was covering Emmanuel Sanders, who was who had a busted ankle and the quarterback was Trevor Simeon, who, again, was just awful in that game and w- played as poorly as any quarterback that I've ever seen at the NFL level in that in for for one game in that game. So it's a major step up in competition. You're going from Trevor Simeon to Tom Brady, who is not just the greatest quarterback of all time, but at age 40, is he 40 or is he 39? Whatever, however old he is, he's still the best quarterback in the league right now. He is the MVP of the league right now, and that's what they're going up against. And So who's filling in for uh, Cordrea Tankersley? We're going to get Troy Vincent back there? Pat Sertan? What's happening? I wish we could get Pat Sertan. I'm... I'm what I'm hoping that the Miami Hurricanes can get Patrick Sertan's son from St. Thomas. Uh, but but uh, we're not going to have any Sertans in the secondary for for the Dolphins. Uh, it's it's looking like it's going to be Alteron Werner and Bobby McCain that step up there. And then, you know, past those guys, I mean, you're, you're going to see, you know, the usual suspects and. Rashad Jones, Michael Thomas, uh, TJ McDonald. Those are the guys that you're going to see back there. And they're going to be taking on a bolstered wide receiver core because in addition to Brandon Cooks and Danny Amendola, it's beginning to look like Chris Hogan is going to be back in this game for the Patriots. Yeah, and Chris Hogan, uh, a guy that you'd remember from from – Joe Philbin's first year coaching the Dolphins back when they were on hard knocks, Chris Hogan was a, was a guy in the Dolphins camp and they called him seven 11 because he was always open and he didn't end up making the roster. Uh, he ended up having a couple of decent years with Buffalo and he went to new England this year. And until he got hurt, 
he was actually New England's most productive receiver, you know, the first four, five, six games of the season. So this is a huge weapon that, that New England is gaining and right in time because losing Gronk, um, this gives them another weapon that they can go to. Um, and then I think with the Gronk targets, uh, I think those kind of get evenly dispersed between kind of everybody, kind of, you know, Hogan, Amendola, Cooks, but also those running backs. That means, well, back you know, if Deion, Lewis, is... if Deion Lewis plays, I mean, he, he missed practice with an illness, but if he plays, he's a weapon out of the backfield. James White is a weapon. Burkhead, Burkhead. The, the, what's so what's so great about the Patriots and their roster and the way that they've constructed it is that especially at the running back position, all of their guys can do everything. You know, every team in the league and you, you, you see this where you've got teams like, like new Orleans that have a dynamic duo. And it's, it's usually, it's a, it's a guy that can run between the tackles. And then it's a, you know, a guy that can, break the big play and catch the ball out of the backfield. And it's kind of a thunder and lightning kind of thing, but the Patriots just have three or four running backs that can do everything. And so what it means is when they go into the game, see if you have like, like a backfield, like the Eagles, for instance, and LeGarrette Blunt is in the backfield, you know that if they run the ball, LeGarrette Blunt is going between the tackles. And that he's not going out for passes. He's not running off tackle. He's not taking a toss sweep. It makes it significantly easier to defend. And, and, and when it's a different running back in there, you know that there's more multiple options. But the likelihood is that they're not going to run up the middle. The Patriots, because they have three running backs that can do everything, it doesn't matter who's in there. The entire playbook is open. And that one, and that's just another thing that makes them so difficult to defend aside from the fact that they are just talented and they have the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. They're a team that can beat you six ways to Sunday. They'll find ways to get it done. The question is how do the dolphins counter that? The Dolphins. Well, yeah, are, that's the question for every team. Well, I mean, I guess it's the question for everything, but I mean, looking specifically at the Dolphins, you've got to look at how are the Dolphins going to match the Patriots for points? Because the Patriots are going to score. The Patriots are going to score a lot of points, and the Dolphins are going to have to find a way to keep pace with them. Well, I, I think that there were some signs the last time these two teams played where the Dolphins can have some success. And it, I don't think that that's necessarily the formula because I don't think you can – I think if you go into the game saying we need to keep up with the Patriots and, and attract me, I think you've already lost if that's your approach. Well, obviously, obviously, yeah, that that's doesn't want to be your game plan. But, you know, the fact of the matter is the Dolphins are going to have to find ways to move the football. They were able to – they were able to finally get a run game going in the last game against Denver with Kenyon Drake rushing for 120 yards. But are they going to be able to do that against the Patriots? Patriots don't have a very stout run defense. The Patriots' rush defense is actually one of the worst in the league. So if the Dolphins can continue to move the ball on the ground, 
that's going to be a big thing. The thing with the Patriots defense is they've sort of perfected the bend but don't break thing. They allow teams to go on these big long drives, but then they don't give up points. They find ways to stop you. They hold you to a field goal. They they don't let you in the end zone. The Dolphins are going to have to find ways into the end zone, and that's something that they've had trouble with all season. They're still going to need to find a way to do that. Obviously, the key is going to be running the ball with Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, but you know that the Patriots are going to be out to stop that. And when they do, how can this Dolphins offense find ways to click? We know that Adam Gase likes to keep Jay Cutler going short, likes to keep underneath passes, lots of screens, trying to really doesn't, he's playing the game about 10 yards at a time. He's not trying to stretch the field. Is this game a situation where the Dolphins need to, you know, try to develop that run game so that they can try to stretch the field on this Patriots defense. Um, yeah, I, I think you, you got to move the ball and you got to score however you can score. And if, and we've seen from this team, like, look, if, you, if you're going to drop Jay Cutler back 40 times in the game, it's not a recipe for success. It's never been a recipe for success anywhere Jay Cutler's been, and it's been a terrible formula for this team this season. If they can't run the ball, if they can't have balance, they really are going to struggle on offense, and they've really struggled on offense every week. And and last week was really no exception. They really weren't that great in that game offensively. The, The game just kind of got out of hand because Denver was so bad when they had the ball. And... I think that what it comes down to is the only chance that the Dolphins have in this game is their defense keeping them in it. And what I was getting at a little while ago was that there were signs the last time these two teams played that even though the Patriots probably, if they wanted to, could have put 40 up on the Dolphins, the Dolphins did turn them over twice. The Dolphins did get to Tom Brady a little bit. They sacked him, I believe, four times in that game. And they hit him, I want to say, like six or seven times in that game. And if they want to have any chance, that's what they're going to have to do. Because ultimately, you know, you talk about the Patriots having this bend but don't break defense. But the Patriots' best defense this year has been their offense because they have continuously put their defense in great situations by scoring. And so teams are continuously starting at their own 20 to 25 yard line against the Patriots. And when you stop the Patriots, you're not stopping them on three and out. So they're pinning you back with their kicking game. And so it's going to be difficult if the Dolphins have to go 70, 80 yards every time they get the ball. How do you but how do you counter that? How do you keep from going 70 to 80 yards, you know, every time you have the ball? Well, th- then you have to stop the Patriots on their side and you have to kind of play the field position game a little bit. And that means, I mean, it means two things. It means one, you can't have three and outs. Two, you can't necessarily take the gamble of 
of going for it on fourth down if you're like around midfield. Obviously, you know, it de- kind of depends on the situation, but early in the game, you know, you might want to play the field position game and make this into a defensive struggle. Try to muck this game up. Look, you can come up with the perfect game plan to try to beat the Patriots. At the end of the day, your players are going to have to outplay them. And that's the problem is that it's not like there isn't a game plan there to beat them. It's executing that game plan and it's having the players to execute that game plan. The Dolphins haven't really been able to execute much of a game plan against anybody. And now they're going up against the best in the business. So, Look, it's going to be an uphill climb. It's not impossible. But there's nothing that we've seen from this team all season that would lend you to believe that they're going to win this game against a Patriots team that has been absolutely on fire. And a Patriots team that, you know, early in the season looked very beatable because their defense was really, really struggling and couldn't stop anybody. But now it's a defense that is among the leaders in, in you know, fewest points allowed. And like you said, it look, if, if you can't put up 20 points against the Patriots, no matter how good you play defensively, it's almost a lock that the Patriots are going to top 20. And that's kind of where we're at, is that I I think it's it's looking it it's probably less than a 50% chance that the Dolphins are gonna get to fit that are, the Dolphins are gonna get to 20 points, and it's almost a hundred percent that the Patriots are gonna top 20 points. So the the chance of the Dolphins winning this game, it's just it's minute. They it's, need it's the small. Patriots to play a bad game, and they need to play just about a perfect. And game. that was the that was the next point that I was going to make, and that's going to be the key here. It's it. This is one of those classic matchups when you have two teams where one team is obviously so far superior to the other. In order for that underdog to have a chance, and it can happen. This is football, any given Sunday, all of that. The way to make that happen is that the Dolphins. A, need the Patriots to have another bad game like they had two weeks ago. They need the Patriots to struggle a little bit. But the other thing that they need to do is they need to eliminate their own mistakes. The Dolphins need to play a near flawless game and hope that the Patriots find ways to screw themselves up. And if that can happen, if that combination of things can happen, you're looking at a situation where it's a possibility that the Dolphins might be able to find a win here in this game against the Patriots. It's going to be a tough one, I think. But, uh, Brain, give us a score prediction on this one. I've got the Patriots, uh, I'm going to say 38-13. to Wow, okay. I think this is a game that's going to be close early. I think it's not going to go exactly the same way as the game went last time where the Patriots just were pulling away and then sort of let the Dolphins hang around a little bit. I think this is going to be closer early. I think they maybe go into halftime with the score 
being something like 13 to 6, 13 to 7, something like that in favor of the Patriots. And then in the second half, I think the Patriots will pull away a little bit, but <coughs> excuse me, maybe not get away too much. I think the Patriots are going to win this game. I'm going to say it's a final score of 27 to 17. There it is. And I think with that brain, that's going to take us to the end of this preview. I'm thinking about it, brain, you know, because of various things that have been going on. I can't remember the last time we did a straight preview show together. It's It's been a while and it's welcomed because I, I don't like to, to just ramble for 30 minutes uh, into the abyss, but um, you know, I'll do it if I have to. And it, it's, it's especially difficult with this team <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it turns, just, it's hard to talk about this team and it's hard to get excited about breaking down a matchup when you feel like the game doesn't matter. So you start looking for other things to, to kind of think about. And that that's kind of where I'm at with this team is that to me, it doesn't really matter breaking down the matchup between the Patriots and the Dolphins. I could kind of sum it up in one sentence. The Patriots are a lot better, and for the Dolphins to win, they need to be perfect, and the Patriots need to play bad. And then that's your your entire breakdown. And then it's like, okay, well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, what 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 are there? What are the important things that you're looking out for? And to me, the important things to look out for with this team is just it's the play of the young players. It's the play of on offense, Kenyon Drake uh, and Devontae Parker, uh, the offensive line to see if they can build upon what they did last week, uh, the continued uh, play of Jesse Davis at guard to see if he maybe is a is a long-term solution at that position. Um, and then on the defensive end, the young defensive players. Uh, obviously, Tankersley is out, um, but uh, you want to see – uh, more of Devon Godchow, uh, more Vincent Taylor, maybe see some Charles Harris in this game. Uh, maybe, you know, you know, see, see if Chase Allen, because, you know, when I look at the Dolphins young defensive players and you start looking and, you know, you say you can't really judge a draft class until you're three years removed, but you can start judging them. You know, you can judge what you've seen thus far and let's let's talk about the guys that the Dolphins drafted on defense this year. Obviously, McMillan, you know, went out preseason. But Charles Harris, the first round pick, aside from a couple of flashes and a couple of games, has been virtually non-existent. Uh, Cordry Tankersley has been OK. De- Davon Godchow has been Okay, Vincent Taylor hasn't really gotten much playing time behind Godchow and and Phillips and Fade. Um, Chase Allen has been a nice fill-in guy, but he's not a difference maker. And so you just kind of look at it and you say, you know, this was supposed to be the draft where the Dolphins kind of rebuilt their defense because they used all their picks on defensive players. And you kind of look around at it and you say, hey, I don't know that they hit on any of them. And, you know, you get to the last month of the season, you feel like they're playing out the string. I know they technically are still alive, 
but they probably won't be after this Monday. And what do you have if, if you're not if the if the results of the game don't matter for anything other than draft position, then the only thing that matters is talent evaluation going forward so that you can start to prepare for the the offseason. And if you start looking at this draft class and you start looking at these young players and you just don't really see anything that pops, then it tells you all you need to know about how close or how far away this team really is. I love how you were like, God, I hate, you know, it's so difficult to talk about this team. And then you ranted for like three minutes about it. It was really, I mean, it was very well done. Well, thank you. But yeah, I mean, the point that I was getting, it's hard to break down a matchup. It's hard to get excited about. Let's talk about Dolphins versus Patriots for 30 minutes. I'll talk about Dolphins versus Patriots for like 50 seconds and then say, okay, now that that's out of the way and we've determined that the Dolphins are going to lose by 25, now we can talk about what's important. Very, very emotional today. It's good. I like it. I like it. Very fired up. Aaron, the brain is fired up as we come down the stretch here of the regular season. It's it's getting to be it's getting to be that time. Snow's starting to fall. People are getting you know, it's the holiday Snow's season. Snow's falling everywhere. Snow's falling in Georgia. Meanwhile, I go outside today and it's like 85 degrees. I looked at the map I looked at the weather map today and literally the entire country was 50 degrees or below and it was 83 degrees outside today. This what happens when you live in South Florida? Jesus. It's, that's it's the name of the game. That's what that's how it goes. Brain, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Find me on Twitter at Aaron the Brain and occasionally writing for DolphinsReport.com. Follow them on Twitter at Dolphins on Scout. And by now, if you've been following the show for a while, you know that you can follow Bad Bruno. That's the band that gave us uh, the punk rock version of the Miami Dolphins fight song that you hear at the beginning and end of every episode of the same old Dolphins show. So we hope you'll go check them out. Follow them at Bad Bruno Punk. Follow me at Amplified to Rock. I'm on Twitter. Uh, follow the show at Same Old Dolphins. You can download, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We certainly hope that you will do that. You can follow us on SoundCloud. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. We want to know what you're thinking. Tweet at us. Uh, we're always happy to engage in some dialogue with uh, fellow Miami Dolphin fans and hear your frustrations. Share them with us. Tell us things that you're thinking. We're just we're always it. Always excited to hear the opinions of other fellow Miami Dolphin fans. And so that's going to wrap it up for, <laughs> for another episode of the Same Old Dolphin Show. We'll be back probably Tuesday to recap the Dolphins-Patriots game from Monday night and to look ahead to the uh, first of two games against the Buffalo Bills that we have with you know, two games against the Bills in three weeks because whoever designed the NFL schedule this year just had their head so far up an orifice that uh, they, they came up with a really silly schedule. And that's how you finish out the show without swearing when you get real frustrated with the NFL schedule. For Aaron the Brain, this is Amplified to Rock. This is Josh. We will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Go Dolphins! Dolphins!